Hey y'all, welcome to the Second of Strength podcast. My name is Tanner Clark. I went from sitting at a desk to speaking on stage internationally to inspire teenagers and people like you. My goal is simple, help you find your one second of strength to walk away from the things that are holding you back, to step into your potential and ultimately find happiness. Thank you for spending your valuable seconds with me today. Let's go. What is going on? Thanks for uh, thanks for being here today. Look, I know that there's a lot of places you can spend your time. Uh, and I say in the intro, thanks for f- spending your valuable seconds with me uh, on the Second of Strength podcast. And I, I really appreciate it. But I hope that today helps you. Um, I'm going to share with you an experience that I had in my life that um, actually that changed me. It's it's the best advice I have ever been given, and I'm going to give that advice to you today. Um, Take a minute, if you can, share this episode. The only way that I can reach more people and help more people, uh, which is my goal, help help you, help your kids, help your teenagers, but the only way I can really reach more people and help more people is if you share this episode. If you would also go to the to the podcast, give it a review, um, hopefully five stars, however many stars you want, doesn't really matter to me, but uh, give it a review, uh, hopefully we can boost it up in the rankings, but um, but so I'm going to share just an experience that I had, and this experience, um, it really did shape me, it changed me, uh, I attribute a lot of where I'm at today, sitting here on this podcast, helping you, helping other people to, to this one piece of advice, um, but before we get started, I just have to forewarn you. I am a crier. Um, I I think it's okay that that guys cry. I don't think it shows weakness. I think it shows strength. Uh, at least that's why I tell myself because I am a crier. I get emotional. I think that God gave us emotions so that we use them, and it's okay to show those emotions. And um, so I don't know if I'll cry today. I know that I've cried in the past telling this experience, but but just a little preview forewarning I am a crier but um years ago uh just a little backstory long before I was doing anything motivational long before um you know I had an Instagram with any followers or any like long before I did any of that um I worked in marketing and I was looking for a job I was pretty unhappy with where I was at uh maybe you can uh maybe that resonates with you Um, but I was pretty unhappy. And so I was looking for a job and I had been looking for two years actively engaged in trying to find this job. Um, and so what happened was I went to, uh, a job interview. I actually was recruited, flew to Dallas, did a job interview. Everything went great. Uh, it was with Daisy brand, you know, the sour cream, I think it's still the best sour cream. Um, but I, um, I had this job interview went great, talked to the recruiter after the interview, and he said, they loved you, they are going to hire you, expect an offer imminently, and uh, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited. And in that moment where I was waiting, because I was so unhappy at my job and where I was at, I, um, we moved. In my mind, my wife's mind, we moved to Dallas. We were looking at houses, we were looking at areas, we were looking at what it would take to sell our house. We, in our mind, had mentally moved to Dallas and the offer never came. It never, ever came. Um, I talked to the recruiter. He said that someone in senior leadership had changed their mind. 
Um, and I was left, um, I was left broken, um, sitting there wondering how this could happen just in shambles. I'd been looking for a job for so long and, and it just, it didn't materialize and I didn't know what to do. And I remember one day, um, right after that happened, it was late at night. We lived in Phoenix, Arizona, and I was driving down the road, um, just praying to God. And I don't know if you're religious or not. I am, but, uh, I was just praying and, and I don't even know if I'd call it praying because I had my hands on the steering wheel, white knuckles, and I was screaming at the top of my lungs, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Just so frustrated and so upset that I, that this, that this hadn't materialized and not understanding and not understand what was going on and why, I don't know. I just felt so broken. And I remember feeling alone and I remember feeling scared and I remember questioning my self-worth and just wondering everything about, you know, doubting my, doubting my future and where I was supposed to be going. And I remember doubting my past and, and that I wasn't, and, and just questioning that I was good enough for anything. And I was so, so frustrated. And that week, I don't know what day that was as I was driving down the road, uh, screaming at the top of my lungs, but that week, um, I went to an event. It was a, it was just a church youth group event. Uh, and the speaker that was there, um, he, he started into his, his talk for the youth and this, this, um, the advice he gave that day changed me. And I know that, I know that he wasn't talking to any of the youth that day. He was talking to me. Because I don't know that any of them will remember that moment. I don't remember any of them that they'll remember that day, but I remember it vividly, the words that he said. And as he stat- and, and as he got into his devotional, he said, be careful what you tie your happiness to. And those words have changed me, and I hope they change you, and I hope that you start, you start thinking about and adjusting your mindset of what you're tying your happiness to because because it matters. It matters on the deepest emotional levels what you tie your happiness to. And I had tied my happiness to a new job. I had tied my happiness to... Um, to moving to Dallas. I had tied my happiness to living in a neighborhood in Dallas in a particular house. I had literally tied my happiness to those particular things. And they, when they didn't happen, the only, the only possible solution is unhappiness. And I felt it at the deepest levels and I just didn't know what to do. And so when I'm sitting here in this youth devotional, listening to this speaker talk about tying your happiness to certain things, I realized in that moment that I had completely gone off the rails in my life of what I was tying my happiness to. And so I, I, I started to change and it wasn't easy and it's taken years. I mean, this was, I don't know how many years ago, this was 10 years ago, 12 years ago. But I, I remember, I remember going on this journey and starting this process of, of reframing, restructuring, rewiring my brain to tie my happiness to things that that 
and, and to outcomes that I could control and that were not, I don't know, just possibilities, right? Like if we, if we tie our happiness to possibilities, we end up in a place where we don't know the outcome. And then we don't know if we're going to be happy. And that's so unfair to us. And I was being so unfair to myself. And sometimes I think I think some of you out there are doing this. And, and it's why I felt so impressed to talk about this today. Because I think that some of you are in a situation right now where you're tying your happiness to something that you can't control. And when we do that, we're just left with these, these scenarios of things that could happen. But when it doesn't happen, we get unhappy. And I don't want you to be unhappy anymore. I want you to be happy. I want you to grow. I want you to, I want you to feel that you have this place of belonging and this place of happiness. And so if you are struggling right now with this and struggling with tying your happiness to a certain outcome, I want you to know that I know exactly what you feel. I've been there. I've been there and it is one of the hardest, darkest holes that you can that you can climb out of. But I'm also sitting here today telling that you that you can climb out, out of that hole. I'm telling that you can grow from the place that you're at. I'm telling you that no matter how dark you feel in your life right now because of some expectation that you've set for yourself that hasn't happened yet, I want you to know that it can happen, but we can't tie our happiness to it. I want you to know that you can become the person and there is light at the end of the tunnel. But it doesn't mean that we have to tie our happiness to all of those things and all of these expectations. You know, when we think about, when we, I was thinking the other day about about plants. I actually have a, a blog post that'll come out soon on, on weeds. I don't know why I was thinking about weeds. But anyway, if you think about a plant, a plant grows towards light, right? A plant grows towards light all the time. And there's oftentimes in nature where a plant will will grow around a tree or a tree will grow towards towards light. Or if you go out in the morning and you look at your grass, the grass is facing one direction. And when you look in the afternoon, the grass is facing the other direction because growth happens when we grow towards light and happiness happens when we grow towards light. And so, but when we are tying our happiness to, to an expectation that may or may not happen, then we run this risk of unhappiness. And it is such a gamble with our lives and such a gamble with who we are that I I just don't want you to go through that. And if you're going through it now, then I hope this episode will help you rewire where you're at and reframe your life so that you can be completely satisfied and completely happy. And so there's a couple of things that... Um, that that I, I want you to do that helped me as I started down this process of, of readjusting my mindset. And the first is I want you to stop tying your happiness to an end goal and end expectations, something in the future that may or may not happen. And I'm not, I am, I am not saying not to have goals and I am not saying not to have, you know, dreams and aspirations for yourself. I am just saying that we can't tie our happiness completely to those things. And so, I want you to tie your happiness to the process. I want you to tie your happiness to the journey. I want you to tie your happiness to the road you're on and not the end goal. And so here's the number one way that you can do that. I want you to break your end goal into bite-sized pieces because when we look at any journey, when we look at any road, when we look at any path that we are on, there are steps that go from point A to point Z. And you always have to walk those steps. There's no skipping them. There's no jumping ahead in line. There's nothing like that. 
You have to literally take the steps. And so instead of looking at your end goal and being frustrated that it, that it hasn't happened or may not happen or you're tying your happiness to that expectation, let's break our end goal into bite-sized pieces that you can then measure and that, that you can then be accountable for and that you can then be happy about accomplishing. I, I, look, at, I look at this podcast, for example, I don't know how many people are listening right now. I actually have no idea. Uh, And I, quite frankly, don't care. I hope that you're listening. I hope that this reaches you. And I hope that that you get something valuable out of this if you're listening. But if there's 100 people, if there's 10 people, if there's just my mom, I don't know who's listening. But but I I can't go, oh, you know what? 1,000 people, 10,000 people, a million people haven't listened to this. So, so... I'm worthless. I'm not good enough. You just can't do that. But what I can tie my happiness to is the fact that I'm sitting here today and I am recording this podcast episode, that we are talking about these things because that brings me the joy. And then hopefully I hopefully it reaches you wherever you're at. And that's my hope and prayer. But but I'm not tying my happiness to the fact that, you know, 10 million people haven't listened to this thing. Um but if you share it, maybe, maybe we'll get there, but who knows. But and so break your break your goal into these small bite-sized tasks. And one of the things that I always say and I always tell people is that I want you to find success in the seeds. If you look out and we have a, a fairly new home where we're at, but you know, with with young landscaping, and if we plant a seed or we have a tree or whatever, we have a tree, we have a line of trees that's supposed to block like our house from the neighbor's house. And uh, those trees are so small, like we were pretty cheap. So we bought like the, the baby trees and baby trees are little and they stay little. And they're going to be little for a good while. So, but, but we can't be frustrated that they're not taller because we bought the small trees, right? And so, but I can be content and happy that the trees are there. I can be content and happy that I planted a seed and I can tie my happiness to the mere, the sheer fact that I have planted a seed. And then I can water it and I can do that and I can help it grow. But I cannot be frustrated that it isn't a full-on tree yet. That's just not fair. And so so we have to stop tying our happiness to end goals and start tying them to the process. And we start doing that by finding success in the seeds and breaking those big goals into small bite-sized pieces and finding joy in those small bite-sized pieces. The second thing is I want you to control what you can control. And when I go and speak at schools to teenagers, the very first thing I establish with them when I get there is that they are in control of their life. They are in control, not somebody else, not somebody else for, you know, whether that is, you know, it could be anyone. It could be a teacher. It could be, you know, a a bully. It could be, you know, the popular kids. It could be whatever, like whoever that is. They are not in control of that teenager's lives. But you have to recognize that you are in control of your life. And you can't always control what happens to you, but you can always control your reaction. And we can find happiness in that. We can find happiness in the fact that that we get to control our, our, our reactions. So actions happen to us. Reactions happen from us. And that is one of the key differentiations between finding happiness and not tying your your happiness to some expectation that you cannot control or tying happiness to the thing that you can in actuality control. And one of the ways that I do this, and I do it all the time, 
Um, and is I, I ask myself when something happens to me or I feel myself starting to stress or starting to have anxiety or somebody does an action, you know, whether it's a, whether it's an email or it's something somebody says, and I feel, you know, you almost feel that blood rising in your body, right? And you're just like, you're getting worked up on it. And, and I always ask myself, like, does this matter? Like in the grand scheme of things is whatever happened, does it matter? And more often than not, it calms me down and I'm able to go, no, it doesn't. It's not something that's going to impact me from the long run. And so, so that's one of the biggest things that I think you can do to control what you can control is simply asking yourself, does this matter? Is this worth my peace? Is this worth my joy? Is this worth my happiness? And most of the time, it's not. And you have to be able to protect yourself in that way because here's the deal. In today's day and age, there are so many things that are coming into our minds at any given point, right? Whether it's whether it's from social media. Most people get their news from social media now. They're not watching TV, right? Or it's or it's school or it's work or it's teachers or it's or it's uh, bosses or it's spouses or whoever. There's so many things that are bombarding us at all the time. And and we have to be able to compartmentalize like is this something I can control? Is it not something I can control? If it's something I can control, is it something that matters in the long run? And if it doesn't, we simply just can disassociate ourselves from the thing. And it doesn't mean that you don't have a responsibility. And it doesn't mean that you don't have, you know, that you don't have to take action on whatever the thing is, but it just means that it's not worth your peace. It's not worth your, 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 mental health that is not worth your spiritual health because if you are not protecting those things we end up in a place that gets really really dangerous and so which is where i was if i go back 12 years to the driving down that road so frustrated and so broken and so alone because i didn't get a job that i had already moved to in my mind if i go back to that moment if I could replay it again with what I know now about where my happiness is and how to protect myself and how to how to grow through adversity, if I if I go back now, I would have recognized that I had big things coming in my life that taking that job in Dallas would have totally derailed who I was, where I was, what I could become, and I can guarantee you and hindsight is twenty twenty. It always is. But I can guarantee you, if I had taken that job in Dallas or had been offered that job and we moved to Dallas, I would not be sitting here talking to you today. And so we have to, we have to trust. And one of the things that's been big in my life, and I go back to holding that steering wheel and just being so frustrated driving down that road, I always think back to Carrie Underwood. You know, she's got the the famous country song, Jesus take the wheel. And at that time, even though I was gripping that wheel as hard as I possibly could, I recognized that he had the wheel. He had the wheel in my life. And I'm here today because he knew how to drive me to where I needed to be, even though in the moment I was too narrow-minded, narrow-sighted to to see it. And so, but it, but the risk of that was that I had tied my happiness to an outcome and if we get everything we want all the time, every outcome, I don't know that that's good for us. I don't think it's good for us. I think it puts us in a risky position because sometimes what we need to grow the most is adversity. Sometimes what we need to to recognize 
is that we have to plant seeds and we have to find joy in those seeds. And sometimes when we do that, when we take a step back and we look at our life and we look in, you know, that through those 2020 lenses of, of what happened and who we became, a lot of it's because we didn't get the expectation that we thought, even though we thought we deserved it. Because I do think I deserved it. I, des- I deserved that job, but I didn't get it. And so my hope and prayer for you is that you will find peace in your life. And I hope that you will take this advice, tie your happiness to the process, find success in the seeds, uh, break your break your big tasks into small tasks, um, focus on your reactions, not the actions that are happening to you. And as you do this, I know that you will begin to strengthen your mental fortitude or have mental fortitude so that you can be stronger in the long run and and overcome all of the challenges that you're facing. And I always say it takes one single second of strength to change your life. And this is one simple mindset shift that takes one second to do, to focus on the now, control what you can control, to become the person that you can become. Because sometimes we think we know who that person's supposed to be. And 12 years ago, I thought I knew who I was supposed to become. But it wasn't. It wasn't who I was supposed to become. And here today, I'm on a path that is so much better, so much stronger, so much more mentally healthy and spiritually healthy because I didn't get what I wanted. And I could have just stayed a spoiled brat and been so frustrated driving down that road in Phoenix, Arizona that day. But but I learned to grow. I learned to grow through adversity. I learned to change. I learned to change my mindset. And at the end of the day, I'm better because of it. So I hope this helps you. Uh, jump over to Instagram at Real Tanner Clark. Tag me. Share this episode. Uh, but hit me up in my my messages and let me know that you heard this and that it helped you. Um, I never know who hears this. I never know who it helps. But I hope, I hope, I hope that it helped you. Um, I'm grateful for you. I know how incredibly strong you are. I know that you have everything you need deep inside of you to reach your full potential. And sometimes all it takes is one single second of strength to let that out. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it helped you. If you haven't already, hit subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for the show. And as always, go find your one second of strength and be happy.